Blog Talk Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Armor Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. This is a show about stock market investing. Um, all the information I share with you comes directly off my trading desk. Um, this is a live show. I have computer screens all around me. I'm actively engaged in managing both my own capital and, and that of investors that I work with. So forgive me if I have to interrupt this periodically to make changes to the portfolio. Hopefully I won't. Today we're going to focus on the cannabis sector, cannabis, hemp, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, THC, CBD. It's all great. It's all beautiful. And it's our favorite investment theme. So I'm going to focus and drill down on a specific topic that I think really needs some clarification, and that is the, um, the pending deal between canopy growth and acreage. So I'm going to get to that in a minute. Let me just set up the usual ground rules. I'm not recommending that you buy one of these two stocks or either of these stocks. I'm simply sharing information with you. This information I'll be using to make my own decision. I might own the stocks. I might sell them tomorrow. I might hold them for the next 10 years. I don't know. Okay? I use this information, though, and the thought process I'm going to share with you to help me manage my assets, for my personal my personal portfolio, and for investors that I work with through our interactive broker relationship. So all the people we work with have interactive broker accounts that link to our model portfolios, and then we um, build portfolios together with our investors. So without further ado, let me just mention yesterday's live stream was about the stock market, right? So I'm going to save my stock market conversations for those days. And today we're going to focus on cannabis. Um, I've created playlists for you on YouTube so you can look at each um, discussion, right? How to invest in the market is over here. And then how to specifically understand the cannabis sector is a playlist for you as well. Okay. So I'm going to try to make this brief today. I've got a lot of things on my plate, not the least of which is that I'm long the equity markets right now. And I got long right after the open. Uh, and if the market progresses throughout the rest of the day and closes near the highs, we will have an algorithm update probably tomorrow, maybe the next day, um, because it could be a very important risk on opportunity for us. We don't know that yet. Intraday action really means nothing. It's where we are at the close, and then we start building on that. So um, I have added exposure to my portfolio in the S&P and the small cap index to go along with my uh, longer term you know, investment process of building out um, my strategy, investing in particular sectors and in particular stocks. So let's talk about those for a minute. You know, since August of last year, I've been talking about how important investing in and understanding the opportunities of the cannabis sector and, and what those opportunities present. I always talk about how exciting this sector is. So I'm going to start right now with another caveat. 
I was talking to a client today about this this morning, actually. And, and we, we can get so carried away with the excitement of the idea. You know, on our desk and in my portfolio, I'm investing in companies that are going from $100 million in revenue last year to $100 million in cash flow this year. I mean, the growth is astounding. And, and it's still a Schedule S1 drug. So the growth is coming from medical marijuana and it's coming from, you know, 10 states have accepted it as a recreational drug. I mean, we are, we are rolling down the path of massive acceptance and there's nothing that's going to stop it. How do we know that? Follow the money, right? Tax revenue is coming into states and obviously every state wants a piece of the tax revenue and so does the federal government. So eventually rules are going to change. It's just that simple, guys. More importantly, I just read another story today, and there's a, many stories about this. <clears throat> Mount Sinai in New York did a study of heroin addicts who, when they were administered CBD, had a 300% reduction in cravings for the opioid drug. Now, we all know we have an opioid crisis in this country. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, everybody's trying to um, um, help de- you know, deal with that very disturbing problem in this country. And now we have hospitals and and research programs as important as Mount Sinai, New York, who are proving that the cannabis plant can help combat opioid deaths, opioid addiction, help facilitate opioid recovery. The horse has left the barn, guys. We are going to get in the next months, years, however long it takes, we don't know, further opening up of this market, leading to greater and greater revenue and earnings opportunities for these companies. That doesn't mean the stocks can't drop 50% in three months for some reason out of left field that we don't know right now. You've got to understand that when you're investing in a new investment super cycle. I always harken back to my days in the early 90s when we were buying internet companies before anybody really understood the, 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 the ability for these companies to make a lot of money. But we all knew that it was an important new investment theme. And yet these stocks routinely dropped 50% over a three-month period. It could have been the stock market was selling off. It could have been who knows what. Companies that announced earnings that weren't as good as everybody wanted them to be because they can't possibly be as good at the beginning of a cycle. Everyone gets so excited, and then they see the earnings announcement, like, well, it's not even remotely as close to the excitement. No, because that excitement's going to happen over three and five and ten years. It doesn't, it doesn't happen all in the next quarter. And so you get these sell-offs, which is what we just saw in cannabis stocks. Okay? So you've got to be prepared for that volatility. You have to understand the risks. And you have to protect your portfolio from those risks. You could do that in one of two ways. There's many ways, but here are two simple ways. One, don't put too much of your capital into the space so that you can't 
deal with the swings. Position size is key. And number two, use stop losses. Just because you're in love with an idea or a stock doesn't mean you shouldn't stop out, see where the stock settles, put the position back on. Sometimes you pay a little more. Sometimes you pay a lot less. You're managing your risk. Okay? Those are two ways to do it. Now, let's get into the topic today. Canopy for acreage. Let's do the math first. Um, Canopy for acreage. The deal says if there's a trigger event, canopy will be taken over acreage at a 0.58, let's round it up, 589 um, 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 price per share. So we look at canopy stock, which is trading at 44.60 right now. You multiply that times 0.589 and you have roughly a 26 and a quarter dollar stock. Okay, so if the trigger event happened yesterday, you would wake up this morning and you would see acreage stock trading very close to, if not right at 26 and a quarter. Right now, the stock's trading at 18.44. So what's the discrepancy? Are we looking at a 40, is that 40%? A 40% discrepancy. That's a huge spread. Normally, companies that are involved in acquisitions will trade at a discount until the deal is done, but that discount's never 40%. So why is it that big? Well, one reason is there's a whole group of investors, hedge funds, whatnot, called risk arbitrage investors who would go out there and short canopy and buy acreage and tighten the spread up. It's called risk arbitrage. None of those guys are playing in this um, uh, a deal for a whole host of reasons, one of which is they're not willing to go out there and buy acreage on the Canadian Stock Exchange. Another reason is that acreage is very illiquid, so it's hard for them to put positions on. Third reason is that it's very expensive to borrow and short canopy. So for all those reasons, the risk arbitrage guys whose business it is to tighten up spreads like that are not involved in this deal. So you have a big spread, but that creates big opportunity for individual investor, perhaps. Now, another reason why they're probably not in there and why the spread is so big is because people don't really understand the deal. And truth be told, I don't even under 100% understand the deal. Okay, I don't think anyone does, except for the guys who cut the deal. I have been working tirelessly talking to management, gathering documents, trying to crystallize what this deal actually is. And so I've had some conversations and I thought I'd share with you some of the information gleaned from those conversations. So here we go. Number one, there will be a data dump probably by Friday of this week. You'll find it on Acreage's website. All the legal documents will be out. Shareholders and non-shareholders alike can go to the website. I think it's going to be Friday. That's what they're shooting for. Maybe Thursday. And you'll be able to pull up all the information. Now, it's going to be a ream of documentation. So you're going to have to do homework and read it. And some of it won't make any sense. And you take notes and you try to figure out what does this mean. Feel free to email me. 
or talk to me on a live chat like we're talking right now and just type out what your question is or give me a phone call. RosenthalCapital.com is my website. Feel free to give me a call. The number's right there, and I can try to answer the questions that, you're, that you've come up with. Everybody on the street's going to be doing that when these documents are uploaded later this week. I don't know. I'm not telling you today to do anything with the stock because it'll respond positively by the end of the week. I have no idea. I'm just sharing with you the information that's coming out. You have to determine for yourself what risks you want to take. Um, let's lay out the process here. Investors are going to, or, or shareholders of Acreage and Canopy are going to vote on this deal in June. The end of June, I think, is the vote. The end of June. Assuming that the vote is an affirmative, by the middle of July, this deal will have taken effect. I would assume, and I don't know this, but I would assume if all that happens and both sides vote yes, and the deal takes effect by the middle of July, that the stock of acreage will not be trading at a 40% discount to the deal price. I don't know what the discount will be. It won't go up the full amount. I, I, wouldn't, I shouldn't say that. I don't know what it's going to do. But I imagine it won't go up the full amount because there's a trigger that has to occur at some point in the future for the deal to be consummated. So my guess is there will always be a discount until the day of the trigger. And then the discount closes. So if an investor is willing to take the risk that there will be a trigger, you own the stock, and then when that announcement happens, you enjoy that pop. Right? That's the theory behind the investment process of owning acreage. Okay. Let me tell you something very important that a lot of people don't get. This is very important. Let me try to put it this way. I don't know if this will help you, but it, it does me um, because I'm in this business. But this deal is not an options contract. It's a futures contract. There's a difference. If it was an option, if Canopy had the option or the right to buy acreage in the future based on a trigger event, that terminology would suggest that acreage, excuse me, that Canopy doesn't have to execute. They have the right, then the trigger event happens, then they determine whether or not they want to do it. That's not the case. Canopy's obligated to take over acreage when the trigger event occurs. That's important to understand. Okay. Number two, and this is, this is the most important piece I think people are missing. There's been a $300 million payment for that futures contract. Canopy is paying, and this is the key, guys, listen closely, acreage shareholders. That $300 million is not going to acreage the company. It's not going to acreage the management team. Okay, which a lot of detractors said, oh, that's just going to the management team. No, it's not. 
It's going to all shareholders of record when the deal closes by mid-July, assuming everybody votes for it. So what does that mean? $300 million will be divided by the amount of shares outstanding. Now, there is still some confusion about how many shares are outstanding to get a piece of this. So I'm going to go most conservative, and I'm going to tell you there's about 115 million shares outstanding fully diluted. That equals $2.60 a share of a cash dividend distribution, a one-time dividend distribution that will be given to the shareholders of record when this deal is closed. So when people vote on it late June and it's approved, there will be an ex-dividend date in July. So everybody who owns acreage stock will get cash that shows up in their account by mid-July in the form of $2.60, roughly. It could be more than that if there's less shares outstanding. I, I'm still working on figuring. I see different numbers across the internet. So I think the fully diluted number is $115 million, and that's the most conservative. So it's $2.60 at the least. It could be more than that. Let me see if I got an email about this. No. Okay. Okay. Still working on that information. But let's go conservative and just say $2.60. People don't get this. Okay? But shareholders who vote yes for this, that own shares of acreage, are going to get a cash payment now. Okay? That's the most important piece of this puzzle. Okay, another reason why the stock doesn't close that gap is that there's confusion around the trigger. What is a trigger event? Okay, I can tell you right now that the Safe Banking Act or the, the, the um, States' Rights Act, the way they're written today is not a trigger event. Okay, it's not. However, there's a major push for the FDA to allow universities and research facilities to study cannabis plant for healing purposes. If the FDA were to rule that it's no longer Schedule S1, which will allow universities and other researchers to start studying the plant for medicinal purposes, that would be a trigger event. Okay? So the reason that they haven't outlined these companies, what exactly a trigger event is, is because they don't have a crystal ball. They don't know what could occur in the future that will take cannabis off of schedule S1 and that will allow that to be a trigger event. Okay? Those are the pieces of information I've gathered so far on this deal. We're going to get a data dump at the end of the week. We're going to sift through that data and if I have more information for you, I'll share it with you next week on another call similar to this one. I hope this has been helpful, guys. I wish you the best of luck. Be safe out there and I will talk to you again shortly. Take care.